Hello, and welcome to Auntie Sandy's Storyland. Please join us at our new home on the Lotus Prison Network at patreon.com. Our story for today is... Seven Ways to Trick a Troll. Part 4. Troll Weakness 4. Reflected Sunshine Turns Trolls to Stone. Trolls roam about hunting or looking for prey at night. They keep to dense and dark forests so that if the sun begins to rise while they are out, they can hide in the shadows. You can still defeat them if you use something to reflect the sun on the trolls, such as a mirror or a prism. The story of the boys who met trolls in the woods. Once upon a time, there was a poor couple who had so many children they couldn't feed them all. The two eldest, Evan and Eric, had to hunt and beg for food to help the family. One autumn day, they did not catch a single grouse or rabbit. Tired and hungry, they set off for home. But while they walked through the woods, it became dark and they got lost. Cutting down several sturdy pine branches, they built a small hut as a shelter for the night. They had barely settled down when they heard loud snorting and sniffing sounds. The ground trembled and a voice roared, I smell the blood of humans! Heaven help us! The trolls are out! What shall we do now? whispered Eric. Let's take a look, said Evan. A terrible sight met their eyes. Three trolls, so tall their heads were level with the treetops, stomped towards them. The troll in front had one enormous eyeball in the center of his forehead. It was as big as a frying pan, and the troll guided it with his one hand. The other trolls had a single empty eye socket in their foreheads and had to hang on to the troll in front to know where to go. Run out ahead of the trolls and get them to chase you. I'll take the axe and see what I can do, murmured Evan. Eric dashed out, yelling, Catch me if you can! Brothers, there's the human! Let's capture him for our supper, hollered the first troll, and took up the chase, his brothers hanging on as best they could. Meanwhile, Evan snuck up behind the last troll and whacked him in the ankle with his axe. Ouch! Ouch! screamed the troll, causing his brother to topple over with fright and knocking the eyeball out of the socket. Eric picked it up, and when he looked through it, he could see as clearly as though it was bright daylight, and he could see for hundreds of miles besides. Give me back that eyeball or I'll eat you up right now, threatened the first troll. I'm not scared of you. You can't see me. I have the eyeball now, yelled Eric. We'll turn you into sticks and stones if you don't give us the eyeball, warned the troll. I don't believe you, yelled Evan back. If you don't watch it, I will use my axe and cut all three of you so you have to crawl on the ground like worms. Oh, be careful, brother, whimpered the last troll. He stings like an angry wasp. Please don't cut us. We'll get you gold and silver if you give us the eyeball back. 
Well, that sounds good, said Evan, but I want the gold and silver before I give you the eyeball. We can't walk home without the eye. You have to give it to us first. No. Get us a bucket of gold and a bucket of silver and two good swords besides, and then we'll give you the eyeball. The trolls grumbled, but finally the middle troll began to holler and call for their grandma, for they lived with her. The trolls told her what to do, and she arrived carrying the buckets of gold and silver and the swords. When she spotted the two boys, she fumed. You are afraid of these little gnats. I am going to eat them for breakfast. Holding up the eyeball, Eric yelled, If you touch us, the eyeball will be gone forever. Be careful, Grandma. They're little but dangerous, warned the troll. Give them the gold and silver. Snorting, she tossed the buckets and the swords over to Evan and Eric. Now give me the eyeball, she demanded. Catch it if you can, yelled Eric, who tossed the eyeball straight into the air. At that very moment, the sun rose. As the first rays caught the soaring eyeball, it beamed and glinted, reflecting a flash of light right at the trolls. Kaboom! They exploded and turned to stone, all four of them. As for the eyeball, when it fell to the earth, it too turned to stone and landed on top of the heap of rocks that had once been the trolls. Then Evan and Eric picked up their swords and treasure and went home to their parents. And with all that money, they lived safely and happily till the end of their days. Troll Weakness 5 Trolls are easily distracted. Even though trolls are huge, their brains are very tiny, only about the size of a walnut. This means that they are quite dim-witted and think very slowly. So if you think and talk fast, you can divert their attention long enough to escape. The story of A Narrow Escape Once upon a time, there was a small gnome with a big problem. It was the day before Christmas and Nils, that was his name, did not have a gift for his mother. All his relatives had gathered and were cooking, talking, and laughing while Grandpa told stories to the children. Nils was only half listening until he heard Grandpa say, For hundreds of years, two trolls have stolen gold and silver from the people around here. They hide the treasure inside Mount Monette. Eyes sparkling, Grandpa whispered, I have seen the treasure with my own eyes. Nils sat bolt upright. High on the north side of Mount Monet is a door. It opens into the mountain, but it is so heavy that only a troll can move it, except on Christmas Eve. Then the door swings open all by itself, but it slams shut again when the bells ring on Christmas morning. I barely escaped, Grandpa added with a grin. Nils' heart thumped. A piece of treasure was the perfect present for his mom, and tonight the door would swing open. As soon as everyone slept, Nils slipped outside 
and strapped on his skis. Up and up he skied through dense pine forest until the trees thinned and a rock wall loomed in front of him. A faint glow shimmered on one side. Nils skied closer and saw a huge door, slightly open, just as Grandpa had said. Leaving his skis and poles in the snow, Nils crept through the door. Inside, flickering torches lit up an immense hall, and right in the middle sat a chest as big as a wagon. A troll and a hag stood hunched over the chest, admiring their treasure. The troll hag's nose was so long, it touched the ground in front of her. Now it began to quiver. I smell something, she sniffled, lifting her enormous snout. I don't smell anything, snuffled the troll. Smell again, snorted the hag, and both trolls sucked air in so deeply that a whirlwind of dust flew up and into their noses. Achoo! went the trolls and fell back from the force of the sneezes. The blast picked up Nils and whisked him through the air like a leaf, dropping him smack into the trunk. Bracelets, brooches, rings, coins, candlesticks, and goblets glittered around him. One slender necklace with a red stone sparkled and twinkled more beautifully than the rest. It would be lovely around his mother's neck, thought Nils. He grabbed the necklace and crawled to the edge of the chest, ready to jump. Ding! Dong! chimed the bells of Christmas morning. Thunk! went the door to the mountain. Thud! went the lid of the chest. Nils was trapped, but he was not afraid. Peep! 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 he squeaked through the keyhole. What was that? yelped the troll. There's a mouse in the trunk, cried the hag. Oh, leave it to starve. It won't eat our gold. It might chew a hole in the trunk, complained the hag. No, it won't, growled the troll. Yes, it will. No, it won't. Yes, I will, piped up Nils from inside the trunk. The trolls looked at each other, then at the trunk. Well, open it, the hag snapped. Ha ha, what a funny looking mouse, goffed the troll when he spotted Nils. I'm not a mouse, I'm a gnome, declared Nils, hands on his hips. Yum, you make a fine stuffing for the Christmas goose, screeched the hag and went to the kitchen. Folding his arms, Nils said firmly, You can't eat me. I'm too dirty. You look clean enough to me, objected the troll. No, no, look here, said Nils, and held out his hands, filthy from crawling on the floor. You'll need to wash me first. I guess you're right, admitted the troll, and carried Nils to a pool. Now this pool was part of an underground river. Water flowed in at one side and disappeared out a hole at the other end. A large wooden cup that the trolls used for drinking hung by a piece of rope from a hook. The troll splashed water on Nils. Now you're clean, he declared. You'll need both a brush and some soap to scrub away all this grime, insisted Nils. 
Grumbling, the troll set Nils down at the edge of the well and went to fetch cleaning supplies. As soon as the troll turned his back, Nils leaped into the wooden cup. He fished out his pocket knife and started to cut the cord. He sawed and he sliced, but the rope was very thick, and he had not quite cut through when the troll spotted him. Stop! they roared and sprinted toward the well. Just as the trolls reached him, the cup dropped into the water. Down the river sailed Nils, around sharp curves and over jagged boulders, till the river shot out of the mountain. The cup hit the river bank and hurled Nils into a big soft snowbank right by his farm. That Christmas, Nils had two presents for his mom, a lovely necklace and a story as good as any that Grandpa could tell about how to trick the trolls in the mountain. That is the end of our story for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Join our exclusive Storyland membership on the Lotus Prison Network to get special appreciation bonuses and rewards as a valued member of our listener team. To join our membership, go to patreon.com forward slash the Lotus Prison Network. For those who like the book we read today and would like to purchase it, please click the link in the description. Follow our Facebook page so you can find us on all your favorite social media and share with your family and friends. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next time on Auntie Sandy's Storyland.